Hey everybody, James Shepard here with another edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. And today we're gonna to talk about multiplying portfolio value with software in three steps. So no matter who you are here, you're an agent, you're an ISO, you're an acquirer. Uh, these are three steps that you should be taking. Many of you have already taken some of these steps to move towards valuing your portfolio, multiplying the value of your portfolio, increasing that value by leveraging software. And specifically, we're going to be talking about software as it relates to interacting directly with the customer um, and how we can leverage that. And so uh, to give you an example here, I, th I think it's, it's very obvious that, you know, the more software is integrated into your portfolio, the higher the valuation on it. If we have a situation with a, a you know, portfolio of 100 restaurants where they all have a standalone terminal, they're small, you know, pizza shops and, and maybe uh, you know, quick serve type restaurants with a uh, standalone terminal. And then you take a portfolio with a hundred restaurants that have point of sale systems. And they even have maybe uh, a system where people are ordering at their table. And there's all these kind of software integrations really making a seamless experience for the consumer. Well, the one with the, 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 the first one with standalone terminals is going to be worth a fraction of what the second one is worth, where we have all the software integration. And the reason is obvious. It's because these 100 restaurants that have standalone terminals over the next three years, it's really likely that they're going to switch to a different technology solution with better software to enable their customers to be able to check out and, and order themselves and all of that. And so in doing so, that means they're going to be highly likely to be approached by a different payment processor, whether that's the technology company itself that's offering payments as a payback, or it is a different processor saying, hey, we'll do the payments and we'll give you this new point of sale system with table seat ordering and all of that. The idea is you're going to multiply portfolio value as you integrate software into it. So today's episode is, of course, brought to you by NMI. They were the natural sponsor for this one. We do a lot of work with them. As you know, they're the sponsor of our podcast as well, the Merchant Sales Podcast. And uh, I would really encourage you to check out, you know, uh, their solution. You know, they on their website, you know, it's just right at the top, you know, full commerce is the future. We get you there now. And so NMI.com, it's Nancy Mary Indigo, NMI.com. They have a, a processor agnostic gateway. They have processor agnostic virtual terminal. They have the API that can bring technology and payments together. So we're going to talk about them more as we jump in here. But I want to dive right in because this topic may not be exactly what you think it's going to be. So hang with me a little bit because we're, we're going to talk about some very interesting things. If you or your organization specialize in selling payment processing, you have both a huge threat and a huge opportunity in front of you. Both the threat and the opportunity could be communicated in one word, and that word is software. The concept of making a payment has changed again. 50 years ago, most people wrote checks on a regular basis. They don't anymore, okay? In the same way, making a payment using a card will become increasingly rare without the use of a custom software application beyond the terminal or even the point of sale system. Most business owners do interact with software during the operation of their business, specifically at the point of sale. Their interaction to ring up the order, choose or scan the items being purchased, and then they tell customers how much they need to pay. What I believe we're going to see over the next decade is this process is going to be turned on its head. Customers will handle their own checkout process. This is as true for restaurants as it is for retail and as true for card present as for card not present. Think about how you spend money personally and your own payment experience as a consumer. Here's an example of my most frequent personal expenditures and how they might look. Uh, 
logging into the customer portal for my various utilities and mortgage company to ensure that my recurring payment was made successfully. Again, notice I am the one that logged into the software and made the payment. Logging into the Walmart grocery app and ordering groceries for delivery. That's something uh, my wife and I both do that frequently. So again, we're, we, the customer, we are interacting with software and we're making a payment. Um, opening a food delivery app and using a saved card on file to purchase dinner. Okay, so this is DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, as well as other local providers uh, in our area. We're big uh, fans of, of uh, Jersey Mike subs, and so we have their app, and we'll go in there to their software solution and make our order. Uh, this morning, even, uh, I visited the website of a local company that rents pontoon boats. They have an embedded software experience on their website that allowed me to find and reserve the boat I wanted for my family and pay for this reservation. I feel sure that this company has a physical credit card machine and processing relationship in their store, but my payment didn't go through that channel. I went through the software experience. What do all of these payments and this payment experience, what do they all have in common? I interacted with software before making a payment and the payment process itself was integrated into the software experience. On those rare occasions when I must use my card to pay by phone or send a check, I am frustrated and annoyed. I usually delay making the payment as long as possible to avoid the inconvenience and make a mental note not to conduct future business with that particular merchant. Unless I sell the merchant on a new payment processing solution on the phone, right? <laughs> and convince them to use me moving forward so they have a, a better experience. As a consumer, I will walk out of a business before waiting in a line. On a recent trip to Disney World, I was preparing to return items uh, to the shelf after I saw the checkout line at one of Disney's uh, you know, stores my wife and I were shopping in. However, I noticed a sign for self-checkout through the mobile app. I rang up my order all by myself. I paid with Apple Pay with a couple of clicks, and I left the store happy as a clam. I am very concerned about the future of merchant sales. Given our enormous distribution, I believe as a segment of the payments ecosystem, we should be in the perfect position to embrace this change and profit from it. However, I see a lack of interest or motivation among ISOs and agents with whom I work to take action that will future-proof their payment processing business. In this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight, I'm providing a three-step process to the ISOs and agents who have a long-term view of our industry and want to embrace a software-first approach. I believe I have a unique viewpoint from which to write this particular edition of the Merchant Sales Insight. I built three successful ISOs over the years. My first one was local. My next two were national. In addition to this, after you know selling those, um, I own two different software companies that were developed in-house with W2 employees. I understand the ISO world and the ISB world. Bringing these worlds together is near the top of my list in terms of personal goals to help our industry and to help keep merchant sales competitive. If you think this topic or edition doesn't apply to you, think again. Whether you're a large processing company, a small ISO, or even a single agent, this three-step process will guide you to build portfolio value you know, that's just significantly more profitable, stable, less susceptible to competitors, etc. Now, again, I mentioned this earlier, but I asked NMI to sponsor this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight because I believe they are the leaders in facilitating this shift to integrated payments for the ISO world. NMI is a software solution on its own, which we will discuss, but they are so much more than a feature-rich gateway. 
They can be the partner you need to follow the three steps below while promoting your own brand and building long-term value. Step number one, offer a general software solution. The first step on your journey towards a software-first payments business would be to embrace one or more general software solutions that can provide functionality that your merchants need. For those of you selling physical location businesses, this might look like a point-of-sale system. Be careful here. Just because a merchant is currently taking only card present transactions doesn't mean the merchant shouldn't be accepting card not present payments. Have meaningful conversations with these merchants about pickup and delivery, again, for retail and restaurant. Make sure the software solution or point of sale system they offer provides the omni-channel experience that customers have come to expect. If you're selling a hair salon, make sure you enable them for online appointment scheduling. If you're selling an auto repair shop, make sure they can email or text an invoice. If you're selling a restaurant, make sure their customers can order online for pickup and or delivery. Finding a great omni-channel solution is not that challenging. Finding one that allows you to process payments through your current processor can be a bit harder. This is one of the primary roles NMI can play in your payment processing business. By establishing a relationship with NMI, you not only gain access to their software, but you also connect with a company that serves as the integration partner for hundreds of software companies. Reach out to your contact uh, at NMI and discover what software or POS providers they might recommend for the merchants you target. We have discussed the more traditional business types, but let me encourage you to start looking outside of this box. Let's face it, you know, retail and restaurant are super competitive right now for payment processing. Although it's still a huge opportunity, I believe there are greener pastures for many of you. In order to attach the car, attack the, the card not present world, you want a software solution that can handle all the basics while providing your merchants with a fully uh, branded experience. Then merchants will view your company as a software provider. One reason I asked NMI to sponsor this edition is the fact that their software can stand alone as a great solution for most SMBs that need to accept card not present transactions. Uh, think about home services companies in your market, such as electricians, plumbers, and HVAC providers. They need the ability to email invoices and provide various payment options to clients. You could provide them with a branded software solution that they or you know, their customers need without paying for development work. This is the power of a company like NMI. The key to this first step of having a general software solution is not as much about the software itself as the shift on your sales approach. The payment processing is very important and may still be how you start the value conversation, but then you need to shift to the software. Ask questions about how merchants currently accept payments and how their customers might prefer to pay. Adjusting to this new approach takes time, but you will quickly learn the right questions to ask. When in doubt, here are a few of my favorite questions. When thinking about the processing needs with a general software solution for a new type of business, I ask myself these questions. How could customers use their phone to pay? I.e. text to pay, mobile wallet, hosted payment page, etc. How could customers leverage their computer or email to pay? How could this merchant easily allow customers to pay from the website? Do they have a subscription or only a few possible prices that are predetermined? How could they add some sort of recurring revenue to their business model and how could I help them with that? 
As you improve with this conversation around value creation and software, you will quickly decide the time has come for step number two. So let's dive into that one. <clears throat> step number two is this. Partner with a vertical specific software solution. Now that you're talking about software and how the payment uh, is only one step in the customer journey, it is time to choose a specific vertical to target and make a plan. This might be much easier than you think. For those of us with a successful track record in sales, we're willing to do things most people are not. We are willing to download a list of businesses and cold call them. We are willing to walk into a business and make a presentation. For most employees of a software company, this idea of going into the field or on the phone via cold call is foreign, possibly even out of style or out of date. As a result, most software companies need real sales professionals just like you and your team. So what is the next step? It's simple. Just find one merchant type that you would be a perfect fit for and then find a software provider. Approach them with this one account. You'll get one deal and promise that many more are going to come. Send them your marketing plan. Explain that you are a payment processing professional who's going after the same vertical as them. Use your sales skills to convince the software company uh, you're approaching, you know, that you're approaching other software companies, you know, let them know, Hey, this is a big opportunity for you. you like, I'm going after other companies as well. And I'm trying to find the right fit. And I like yours the best. Are you willing to integrate and work with me? Um, <clears throat> they will make money on the software while you profit from the payment processing. <clears throat> when you find the right partnership, the conversation will quickly turn to integration. This is when you bring your partner NMI into the mix. Explain to the software company that you, along with many other payment processors, integrate with the NMI gateway. Further explain that NMI offers a very easy-to-use API that their developers can use. Your goal from this conversation will be to facilitate a conversation between the vertical-specific software provider and the experts at NMI. You must sell the software company on your ability to bring them business first. Then, and only then, they will be very interested to learn what's needed from a technology perspective, which will allow you to bring them more deals. Once they see the easy-to-use APIs and documentation from NMI, they will realize that adding an NMI integration to their software, in addition to the way in which they currently accept payments, will be worth the effort. Often, they will realize NMI should have been their first choice. They will find ways to improve the end-user experience with NMI's omni-channel solution set. Now comes the fun part. Once they're convinced of their need to partner with you and have integrated with a gateway with whom you can work, it's time to deliver on your promise. Bring them more deals than they thought you would. Cold call, drive to these businesses, do whatever is necessary to prove your value. Once they see even a handful of new merchants coming through your sales channel, they will be ready to grow their relationship with you. Often they'll agree to turn over the payment processing to you on all the signups in exchange for a share of the revenue. Or in other cases, you could actually help them become their own payment processing provider and you'll know, have a, a payback-like experience and you're able to get uh, you know, long-term vested residuals from the software company directly. So there's many different ways to structure these deals. Step number three, create your own software solution. Don't stop reading. I know what you're thinking. I could never create my own software solution. I'm not a developer. I can't afford to hire developers. Let me tell you something. As the owner of two software companies, I can tell you that developers are indeed a big investment. The average senior developer today is making $140,000 to $160,000 a year. So how can you afford to build your own software? 
Well, before we dive into the nitty gritty details, let me tell you something that you might not know. The hardest, most expensive aspect of software development is learning what to build and what not to build. You don't need to know how to write a single line of code in order to do this work. In order for many of you to take this leap into the software side where you actually own the software that you're selling and you have payments integrated into it, there's a few things you must do. Start with a very, very narrow scope. In other words, you aren't competing with other huge software companies like Shopify. Start by solving one problem for one type of merchant that is directly related to payment processing. Uh, one of the software companies I own is a self-storage management software company. A simple Google search will show you that there are dozens of competitors in this space. Many of the larger software providers have solutions that would take a room of full-time developers a year to build. Now, I didn't want to spend $5 million building a huge software company exactly the same as my competitors. You know, in the end, I'd have the same bloated software they had. Instead, my company spent about $60,000 building the simplest cheapest software on the market. Our software was designed for those self-storage property owners who are struggling to take the leap into the software world in the first place. We outlined a few core processes that a self-storage property owner would need to handle, like creating locations, units, unit types, um, adding customers and creating a lease that ties a customer to a particular unit. We leveraged NMI for the payment processing, including the recurring billing uh, to tie you know, our software in with our payment processing solution. And then we also wanted to make sure we were able to create a simple customer-facing portal where the self-storage property owner could invite customers to add payment information, you know, view invoices, et cetera. Often opportunities like this one must resort to, you know, existing software solutions, which are bloated and complicated to use. So we found that, you know, self-storage property owners were not happy with the, the bloated solutions out there. Um, and so we needed something that was really simple. So this is necessary to serve businesses of all sizes. And so we're now adding to our list of features to provide some of the additional functionality to go after the larger ones. However, there's nothing wrong with launching a software product that is simple and easy to use for the small to medium-sized merchant. The work on this project took a top developer of mine about four months of work. You could use a platform like Upwork.com to find a top developer of your own. Your developer could build something on the back of NMI.com that would integrate the payment processing into a unique experience for customers of a particular business type. For many of you, your level of income and profitability would easily allow you to gain access to capital in the range of forty dollars to $100,000. That amount would be sufficient to create a minimum viable software solution that solves a particular problem well while integrating the payment processing. Once you own the software and have the payment processing integrated into it, Start selling merchants and use the increased cash flow to justify the creation of more features. You have a perspective on merchants and their payment processing needs that your software competitors may not share. Use your experience to outline a software solution to a small, well-defined problem, then invest some of your profits into the creation of the solution. Imagine owning the software solution that your merchants depend on in part to run their business. Imagine having the payment processing fully integrated into the software using a partnership with NMI and you know, your more valuable residuals are now going to be locked in. Imagine the opportunities that you might come, uh, you know, that might come your way as you get to know a particular business type better and continue to develop your software over time. Are you ready to start going down the path of offering software that is integrated with payment processing? If so, I encourage you to reach out to NMI.com, our sponsor, 
for this episode. And again, I encourage you to rethink the industry a little bit, you know, zoom out, think about what's at stake. Think about the value of your portfolio over time and start going down the path of integrating software into your sales approach. My name is James Shepard. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Merchant Sales Insight.